Some absolutely remarkably strong numbers coming out of Dallas-based tenant health care. In fact, this has been a good year. The year's young. And so far for the year, tenant health care stocks up 35%. Um, it looks like they're thriving in a world of COVID, or maybe without it. Ron Rittmeyer is the executive chairman and CEO of Tenant Healthcare and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. So, it's always I, a pleasure. Well, it, it, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, especially when your stock's up 35%. Everybody loves you. <laughs> what what, what uh, is this? Is this COVID-related, or, or is it is it the fact that COVID is winding down and you can get on and do other things? Well, I think COVID's still there. So let's 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 be honest. It, it is out there. We still see it. You know, we we have hospitals in Michigan, for example. So we are seeing some peaks, uh, but not as bad, badly uh, as we had in the past. Um, the amount of hospitalizations are down, and of course, death rate is down significantly. The more we vaccinate people, the better. You know, we've we've been running um, some uh, vaccine clinics just about everywhere across the country. We've uh, actually ourselves have done about 327,000, uh, you know, shots in arms. And uh, that's pretty important to us. And um, but I would say it's really fundamental performance. Uh, you know, we started this turn, this transition or turnaround, whatever the right words were, uh, what, back at the very end of 2017 when I joined and, and hit it hard in 18 and 19. COVID then jumped in. Uh, really made us look at our operations at a very, very deep level, and we made more changes. So you've cut and, co- uh, you've cut costs. You also you also sold some properties, I guess. Yeah, it's bigger than that, though. I think it's the fundamental. It's building new, sustainable, uh, repeatable uh, operations, and it's getting rid of a lot of the um, extra weight that perhaps we had throughout the company. And allowing decision to action to be much quicker, uh, and our our you know look we have you know um, a substantial number of uh, markets out there. We have 65 hospitals, and let's call it you know 12 markets. Um, in those markets, almost uh, we outperformed in substantially all of our hospital markets, uh, as well as then at USPI. So when you look at our businesses, including Conifer also. U.S. The the surgical partners you're talking about, USPI. Yeah, United Surgical Partners, right. right. That we we operate 95% of it. So, I mean, uh, but but every one of them have substantially outperformed. So um, you you don't do that by luck. You do it by consistency, consistency of application, uh, putting the right people in, making sure they're properly trained, and, you know, having the ongoing discipline to regardless of the issue, whether it's COVID or this winter storm. Remember, most of all, we had a large number of hospitals that were caught up in this winter storm because we're very big in Texas through Tennessee. And, you know, we probably had 100 USPI surgical centers down for up to a week. So all the ambulatory uh, centers had to, had to put off Yeah, schedule. the surgery centers. Yeah, right, had, the ambulatory. To, had, to, had to put off the schedule. Well, your business- well you know, you, you lose power and you lose water. Yeah, yeah. I no. mean, it's a ripple effect. No, I was there. I but they recovered. But, but I want to make a point. <laughs> they recovered and recovered 90% of their caseload very quickly and were up and running by the following Monday. One thing I want to talk to you about, maybe more macro, is is it? It sounds like you've taken 
some of the cyclicality out of your business. I know in the past I've talked to people who ran hospitals and say, oh, well, you know, as horrible as it sounds, it was a big flu season this year, and so, you know, we made a lot of money. <laughs> the next year, you know, there wouldn't be much of a flu season, and it was down. It was a cyclical business. Is yours, is yours still a cyclical business? You know, there's always going to be uh, some of that, you know, in terms of people having first quarter, they have to face um, – you know, uh, co-pays and, and um, yeah. you know, paying their first part of the bill. By the fourth quarter, they don't, so you get a little more boost. Um, you know, flu season, obviously, in the past has added uh, volume, and I assume it will. But, you know, correspondingly, uh, with all the schools that are closed, our children's hospitals have had no business. I mean, they're running at maybe 50% because there's no orthopedics. There's no kids going to school getting picking up germs. There, I mean, so <laughs> yeah. you got to learn to deal with the business as it comes, and you got to have a team that can move and flex based on what they see walking through the door. Yeah. And that's you know, best way I can describe it. And you got you got to be where the business is. You know, I, I I know you've lived out north forever, and I I drove further out north than I normally do, Salina and areas like that here a few weeks ago. And I was just amazed. They're building houses like crazy, but healthcare facilities are already there. <laughs> Three, four, five-story buildings going up, children's medical and others, in anticipation of, I guess, the people that are coming. Do you have to stay in front of your market like that? Yeah, you do. You have to always think about where your market is. For example, South Carolina. Um, you know, we're, we're fairly big in South Carolina. We, we have, we're building a new, new center in Fort Mill, South Carolina, which is on the very bottom border of North Carolina. So Southern Charlotte, if you will, will become a market to us across the border. So who are you looking for in a market like that? Is it, is it me? Is it an aging baby boomer that's going to avail myself of your facilities more frequently? Or is it the people well, going always, in for knee surgery? We're always looking. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're always looking for you, David. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And I'm going to give you a lot more business, I'm sure, over the coming years. No, but, I mean, is it the knee replacements and that sort of thing that you're out there for? Or you, what, what's what's the market that you're after? Well, from our standpoint, we have really focused on uh, high acuity uh, cases. We foc- You know, we have, the USPI is obviously a massive system of of joint replacements and other types of uh, musculoskeletal uh, programs, et cetera. So, I mean, USPI is a is a business that does that, among other things, um, as well as GI and, and other, other ways. And we do it cheaper than you do it in the hospital. And, you know, it's much more patient-centric. Um, but hospitals still have a need because if you have a, an older individual who has comorbidities, you don't necessarily want to be doing an overnight hip replacement or, you know, one night stay hip replacement. Right. You might want them there for a couple of days because you got heart issues to worry about. You've got, you know, other types of issues that you have to consider in that discussion. So we try to play the whole, the whole gamut in our markets and we do very well at doing that. Um, but, you know, we, we do work on the chronically ill, uh, higher acuity cases. We we are very, very big on uh, connecting ourselves with specialists, whether they're part of the company or they're just, you know, we just have a relationship with them. So we really work on finding the best clinicians 
and we have a singular focus in USPI, for example, on surgical care, whereas hospitals, we have a broader focus. So it's, it's how do you marry those in your markets? And then USPI has relationships with over 50 other healthcare providers, nonprofits and for-profits across the country doing the exact same thing. So feeding business to each other, I guess. Well, I don't know if you feed business, but you provide the patient with the best possible option for what their right. need is in that community. Better way to put it. And that's what we do for a living. Yeah. So you talked about the, the the construction you have in South Carolina. Where are you right now? Are, do you feel like you're right sized? Are you are you looking for more acquisitions again? Are you growth oriented? Yeah, I think um, let's break it down. In the hospitals, we will continue to look for opportunities to trim the portfolio in markets where we don't have a number one or two position. And we don't really believe there's much growth for us. So I'd rather trim out of those markets. We have, as part of our strategy, been very focused on USPI. You know, we recently closed a 45-center deal, if you'll recall, at the end of last year right. uh, with SCD. Uh, we actually closed another four centers, three of which were SCD centers, in the first quarter. So we are going to continue to seek out opportunities uh, in the USPI area. Because again, I think USPI presents the absolute best of the best when it comes to uh, providing, um, you know, the best kind of service, the best uh, at the best possible cost in a very consumer friendly environment. And our quality is, you know, top notch. And we see a great growth there that we're going to continue to push on. Let, let me wind up where I began with, with COVID because it's still, you know, the top topic. We talked, I think, three months ago, and you told me there was something, you had something like, you were treating something over 3,000 cases at the time in your hospitals. Do you have any sense of what that number is now? Yeah, it's below 1,000. Um, you know, we don't we don't go out with it publicly that much, but it's a, um, you know, it's it's less than a, you know, it's, it's 700 uh, plus. Um, it moves around a bit. So it's very hard to just pick a number, but I would just tell you between uh, active cases and cases under investigation, meaning we're testing and whatever, and we believe they may have it, it's it's well under a thousand. Well, so. it's 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 headed in the right direction, and so is Taylor. Yeah, but it's for real. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would I would caution us to be very careful. Um, it's still out there, so. Well, and we can learn from the rest of the world what's going on in India and. Some places in Europe and others right now. Tenant Healthcare is headed in the right direction. There, it looks like. I mean, the earnings are great. Stock market loves you. Um, enjoy it. It, it, and hopefully, it'll last. Rod, Rod well, I mean, that's that's what we try to say about sustainability, right? Yeah, so. exactly. Rod Rittmeyer is executive chairman and uh, chief executive officer of Tenant Healthcare. It's always good to spend some time with you, sir. Thank you, David. Thanks, Pleasure. Sir. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation with Mr. Redmar, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.